Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. The Reclaim Unithron training is rich with mythological symbolism. It is set in a mythological world, rich with lore, where the men who go through the three-month initiation meet various characters. Characters that represent psychological themes, but that are also just great characters. So when they meet these characters in various weeks of the training, they come to give them challenges, points of contemplation, or just to contribute narrative that shines a light on relevant life topics. Most important among the stories is the one about Prince Andolin and Maid Miranda. And since we are on the last day of this week where we explore the stages of the Reclaiming the Throne training, I'm going to just share a little bit of that story and see what you make of it. So Prince Andolin's birth was a difficult one and his mother died in the process. So the realms have no queen and the days of the aging king are coming to an end. The king was old when Andolin was born. And the prince has been absolutely besotted by the beautiful maid Miranda, a peasant girl, not of any kind of royal or aristocratic descent, but she has something going for her. She's an absolute jewel. She is the most fair maiden in all of the realms. And the prince is absolutely besotted with her. And against his father's will, he starts planning for the wedding. The father is weak, and the classic battle between father and son is being fought between them. And Prince Andolin will have his way. But in order to do justice to Maid Miranda's spellbinding beauty, he is determined to find even more beautiful crown jewels than already exist in the kingdom. So he's going to introduce a new era in this kingdom by gathering new and more glorious crown jewels symbolizing the coming of a new era. And so he sets out on a quest to discover where are the most beautiful gemstones in all of the lands. And he travels incognito as, as just a normal peasant boy. He travels throughout the tavernas and various locations where the common folk gather. And he speak with bards and with adventurers and renegades of all kinds, scoundrels. And finally, he ends up in the Golden Rooster, a tavern far away from the castle, which is his home. And he finds there a mysterious traveler, the man's face shrouded in darkness under his hood, that tells him the story of a particular lake 
that has the most beautiful gemstones at the bottom of it. And he needs to speak to the fairy folk under the full moon and then have them show it to him. And so he sets out on a quest with slightly loose directions. And he travels far and wide until one day he's almost entirely given up when he looks up and sees the full moon. And he doesn't even quite know where he is anymore. But he remembers the words of the, the traveler and he starts calling out for the fairy folk. And they take the prince to this lake. And in his exalted and exuberant state, Prince Andolin forgets the words of warning that the traveler shared with him back then in the golden rooster, which is that there is a particular kind of magic in this lake. So be careful. Do not be overcome by it. But he thinks nothing of it because he's in love and he's also entitled being the prince. And so he's full of himself. He is very cocky as he throws himself into the water. Full of youthful vitality and vigor, he swims down, strong and ready to find the new gemstones. And he sees there at the bottom of the lake a glowing green light. And he realizes this is the place. And he grabs onto one of the finest shards of gemstone. And he starts pushing and pulling and twisting and turning. And it's a hell of a job so deep underwater. But in the end, he dislodges it. And he has his gemstone. He has the new crown jewels. And his mission seems to have come to an end. But then the magic awakens. And the gemstone in his hand lights up with various imagery of a future timeline of many future timelines, plagued by war and pestilence and all kinds of misfortunes. And as the prince sees this, he grows fearful, and he loses his strength, and he dies there that day. And so indeed it comes to pass what he saw. The king dies, the prince is gone, Maid Miranda disappears, and the kingdom falls into ruin. And this kingdom and these realms fade back into time. This one's glorious place is forgotten. This kingdom is remembered by the people for a while, in stories around the fire, in nursing songs and fairy tales. But of course, everyone believes it's only a legend. And one day, they don't even do that, because they have forgotten everything. These realms have completely disappeared from the dreams and imaginations of the people. And yet somehow a prophecy remains, and I cannot tell you who has kept it alive. But the prophecy is that one day a band of travelers, of questers, shall discover a lake where the prince once died. And on the night of the full moon, humbled by their arduous journey, they will plunge into this lake once again, Lake Andolin, and they will reclaim the gemstones and bring them back home where the firekeepers will forge these new crowns and scepters, and that the risen king and queen and their beloved newborn child will return to the realms, and a new golden era will arrive. Now this is the story. This is the story of Prince Andolin and Maid Miranda. So what do you make of this? Based on what we've looked at so far this week, what does this signify? Let's 
review a couple of the themes here. First of all, the prince, obviously, he answers the call to adventure. He follows the yearning of his heart, the love, the passion in his heart. He wants more. He wants the most beautiful, wonderful life for himself and for his beloved Miranda. So there's something that calls him to a quest. But the prince is also young and inexperienced. And he doesn't easily follow the instructions of his father. And he is emboldened by his youth and strength. And, and so he is cocky, easily led astray by his own self-importance. And so by the time that he swims down to what he believes is going to be his most glorious achievement of returning these crown jewels, he finds that they have a magic in them in which you are confronted with what life may be like if you don't change direction. And in all of these possible future timelines, he sees that, that things are falling into ruin. And this is similar to what so many of us men do when we don't allow ourselves to be humbled when we don't allow ourselves to be fully welcomed into life, we fear, we fear that our whole life may crumble sooner or later. Because in some way we know that we are not living aligned with the divine sacred principles that govern a human life. We expect something will go wrong, that something will be exposed, that something will fall apart. Because somehow we haven't been fully humbled and welcomed into existence. And so we're not able to see this. We're not able to see what needs to be seen, the possible future timelines that might emerge if we don't face our shadows, if we don't face the places in us that we have been unwilling to see. Right now, of course, this is a very relevant narrative where the world as we know it is seemingly ending and that there are various, various, like a multitude of parameters indicating that this is true. And if we are unable to look at that, if we are so shocked and appalled by that, that it just takes the wind out of us, then, well, we're not going to be able to navigate in our life. And somehow we're going to just fade back into time without having successfully been able to fulfill our mission. Yet a memory remains of the work that we were here to do and maybe somebody else will come and complete the job that you failed to complete yourself because it was too hard to face who you are and what kind of life you have in store if you don't wake up and allow yourself to be humbled. So that was a bit of a story today. That was a bit of a story. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have enjoyed learning a little bit more about Reclaiming a Throne, the unique meeting between mythology and powerful transformational work that I don't know that anyone else is doing in this way. So I'm proud of this work. It uh, works. And um, whenever you should feel called to experience it for yourself, then do not hesitate to reach out. Walking along the still blank ocean this morning. It's the last day on this island. It's been gorgeous here. 
and uh, it's lovely to get to know my new community friends even better having been in Sweden now for a month and not having really done that much outside of the house it's it's just great to know that um, the the people that I'm sharing my living space with are just lovely people and yesterday we were in kayaks and went out to an island where we were cliff jumping and the water was a bit cold but you know we're hardy people here many of us are doing the Wim Hof practices and uh, it was just a lovely day yesterday so I'm feeling blessed by a sense of normality <laughs> like this was the kind of thing that was normal back in the days and then now we're supposed to be sitting in our homes and wearing masks and all this stuff so well I'm glad I'm glad to be out here the bird life here is very rich Oh, I don't know what this one is called in English. Maybe you recognize the scream. Anyway, in my childhood, the Norwegian archipelago was my paradise. And the Swedish archipelago is pretty damned amazing as well. Hope you have yourself a glorious weekend. It was uh, good to have you with me yet again this week. And um, we'll see what I speak about next week. Maybe you can give me some indicators about what you want to hear in the Telegram community group. I'll talk to you later, my friend. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.